You are listening to the Banker's Secret Podcast, the Canadian guide to create a significant and positive impact on the financial success and everyday quality of life for businesses, individuals, and families. Building sustainable and dependable wealth, your host, Glenn Zacker, has been serving Canadians since 2004. Turn the black button. Turn that. Yeah. Whoa. <laughs> now. Now he's deaf. Uh, <laughs> the joy of being in this studio is that when people come in, when guests come in, and uh, so I'm just going to tell you that it's a new notion, and you need to pay attention closely. We'll be joined uh, momentarily by Mr. Nelson Nash, uh, who is like seriously uh, put together this infinite banking concept, and uh, the gentlemen in studio today have just told me that Mr. Nash is actually going to be in Edmonton. It'll be the first time he's been in Canada, and we'll tell you more about that, but we should get a little bit of background. Uh, maybe, Glenn, you should kick that off. And Who are you? Good morning, Leslie. Thanks for having us back. It's exciting. Now that you're deaf, you mean? Yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah now that I'm deaf. Uh, terrific, right? We've been in uh, financial services for the last uh, 18 years. Uh, used to work at a bank, believe it or not, years ago. And uh, just over eight years ago, started McGuire Financial mm-hmm. and came to the marketplace with a holistic uh, platform that we could uh, offer our clients. And five years ago, mm-hmm. and lo and behold, we discovered what we want to talk about today is the infinite banking concept. Okay. And having Mr. Nelson Nash here, so we're really excited about it, um, and we're just super, super excited to have him here. Should, should I ask you why it's called McGuire? Like, what? <laughs> um, you know, when I sat down with a um, a colleague of mine one day and just had a cup of coffee, and you know, we just started putting names down yeah. to uh, on a piece of paper and kind of weeded them out, and we liked, uh, you know, at the time I liked McGuire because it kind of sound, sounded like it'd been around for a while, kind of leathery. You know, been leathery, in, leathery, <laughs> been in business for a while, <laughs> old English, you know, European, that kind of thing, and so it kind of stuck. And uh, I get the question asked a lot. You know. I bet, because you know. In fact, I had somebody address me as uh, Mr. McGuire the other day. Uh, good heavens! Matter of fact, but uh, yeah, so it's good for good for fun. But that's how we started. Oh, all right. Yeah, <laughs> they sat around over tea. Over tea. <laughs> well, let's uh, let's just introduce uh, Mr. Nash. He. Uh, the infinite banking concept was, in fact, conceived by him in the early 80s. It was a result of his personal experience in several business activities, so his acumen in business is pretty well established. Spent over 35 years as an agent for two major mutual life insurance companies. He's a member of the Million Dollar Roundtable. Um, anybody who's in that industry knows about the Million Dollar Roundtable. I think it's uh, <laughs> that's quite an achievement. He's a member of the Equitable Life Assurance Society's Hall of Fame, and he's a chartered life underwriter. Spent over 55 years in the study of economics, the Austrian School of Thought. Uh, this began with the Foundation for Economic Education. Leonard E. Reed, the founder of that organization, became his mentor, and he is a charter member of the Leonard E. Reed Society. He's also the author of Becoming Your Own Banker and Building Your Warehouse of Wealth which seems pretty lofty, doesn't it? Yeah, pay attention, this could be you. He teaches these two books all over the United States and in Canada in seminars that are 10 hours in length. He's done as many as 50 seminars per year. I thought the good part was is that he is a pilot. I have a mad fascination for pilots. I think they have to be so precise and exact in what they do. Uh, Nelson, Nelson Nash joins us, and uh, he, of course, is the man behind the infinite banking concept. Um, and before we go any further, uh, maybe... Then we should say that Mr. Nash actually will be here. Very much so. Yeah, he's uh, never been to Canada before, delivering his uh, infinite banking concept. And Edmonton, Alberta is the 
choice of a uh, place where uh, we wanted to have him come, and we're super excited to have that. So, and I'll let Nelson, I don't want to steal his thunder, but uh, he's going to explain to us uh, what actually the infinite banking concept is. Mr. Nash, if you would, could you, first of all, welcome. <laughs> Good morning. <laughs> Good morning. Uh, second of all, of course, let's just explain it. You would be the best uh, gentleman to do so. What is the infinite banking concept? It's a method of becoming your own banker through the use of dividend pay and whole life insurance. And how does that work? Well, that's why it takes almost 10 hours to get the job. <laughs> <laughs> no, Leslie, this is a major paradigm shift for most people. Uh -huh. uh, it all has to do with the way that they think. And uh, that is explained uh, uh, very deeply in my second book, uh, Building Your Warehouse of Wealth, that uh, people, Leslie, just don't think. And uh, they've been led down a primrose path by uh, bankers uh, into the uh, the entire world is in the worst condition financially that it's ever been. Mm -hmm. And it's because the banking function has been taken over by uh, bankers. Uh, uh, those international bankers inflate the money supply. Uh, people think they have something, and they don't. It's, it's all uh, uh, an illusion. So, uh, well, the life insurance companies cannot inflate. And so you've got to store your wealth somewhere. Mm -hmm. And the best place to store it is with free contract with other free people. And lastly, that's all this stuff is. Now, what was your inspiration then? when you wrote the book becoming your own banker because i think that's the book that started it all right people started yes, to go wait a minute yes. that makes sense mm, absolutely that's uh, where it all started because uh... usually it takes catastrophe of some kind to get people's attention and uh... i was doing things in the real estate business according to the way the world teaches and by the way parenthetically the world's never been right about anything uh, OPM, other people's money. Yep. Uh, I was using the leverage big time, and uh, I made some money at it in the late 70s. Uh, it, was, it was significant, uh, and uh, that just got me hooked. And the project has got bigger and bigger, and then along comes 1980 and 81, and uh, interest rates here in the U.S. Uh, peaked at 21.5. That was prime rate at the bank. Well, I'm not prime rate, uh, and uh, I haven't found many folks who are. Uh, us peons have got to pay a point and a half over. So I got caught owing lots of money at 23% uh, interest, and that got my attention. Well, I had bought a lot of life insurance because I thought it was a good idea, and it dawned on me finally. I could get the money from three different life insurance companies at 5 6 and 8% during those horrible times. And the only thing that limited how much I could get to is the same thing they asked you down the bank, Leslie, when you asked them how much, how big a check can you write? They say, Leslie, how much have you got in here? That's how big a check you can write. Well, I noticed that if I would put in lots more premiums, say five times what I was paying or so, six times what I was paying or so, then that would provide a pool that I could borrow from and pay off those snakes and dragons and never see them again. Well, this can't be done overnight. Uh, you got to think long range, and I just can't wait to get up there with you guys to see those magnificent forests because uh, 
in my bio, I think it's, it's mentioned that I'm educated as a forester. And so you got to think long range. And most people just don't do that. So uh, you think long range. Uh, you don't uh, you don't be afraid to capitalize your system uh, through lots of life insurance policies. Uh, don't steal from your system and uh, don't do business with banks. Uh, now, Mr. Nash, if we were to look at it, now we want people, and I can't imagine there's going to be any shortage of people who are going to go to the seminar, but what is it you want them to grasp from all this? What do you want them to take away from the seminar? Well, first of all, I think there is a general understanding out there in the, in the world that something is wrong uh, in the financial world. But I want to get that across big time, that uh, it's caused by their misunderstanding of what goes in the, the banking world and that uh, they are actually in financial slavery and uh, that uh, you can get out uh, and the banking function should all be held at the you and me level. Mm-hmm. And the perfect instrument to do that is dividend paying old life insurance with a uh, substantial financial company uh, called life insurance. Why is that? How does that work? Well, that's why it takes, again, so much time. See, uh, you People got to adjust the way that they think, uh, and as I mentioned earlier, you got to think long range. Uh, Leslie, it took me 13 years to uh, get rid of the bankers. Uh, uh, it's a slow process, but uh, my wife and I have not seen a bank except for the convenience of a checking account in 19 years, and this is a very peaceful, stress-free way of life compared with the way most folks live. So in actual fact, then, Mr. Nash, you became your own banker. See, absolutely, yes. Furthermore, uh, I uh, have been teaching this to my three children and now my ten great, uh, my ten grandchildren, and now I have four great grandchildren, and so uh, we're working on that generation already. And when you talk about the infinite banking concept. And it's going to be discussed in great detail on Saturday, March the 9th. You're going to show people how, in fact, they too will become their own banker. But does that then suggest to them, Mr. Nash, that they now are nobody in the world of finance? And when I say finance, I mean just personal finance. So if they're not dealing with a bank, do they have no credit history? Do they have no, do they have no records or anything? Well, if, you, uh, if you're your own banker, uh, credit rating means absolutely nothing. I could care less. Hey, Nelson, Glenn here. Uh, are you able to maybe just share with our listeners a little bit about, you know, banking being a process, you know, it's not a product, and, you know, how we finance everything that we buy? Well, we're doing this through the instrument of uh, life insurance, and uh, when people think of life insurance, they think of death benefit. But, uh, uh, golly, I demonstrate in the uh, seminar that uh, your need for finance during your lifetime is much, much greater than your need for finance. And if you will solve for the need for finance on your personal level, it's the most profitable thing that you can do. And you'll have to put up so much death benefit that uh, you can't get it past the underwriters. You'll have to end up insuring everybody you have an insurable interest in. Hmm. And are you allowed to have any kind of, of insurance? Like, can you have any limit on your insurance? No, there are limitations and so forth out there. And again, that's why that you have to have uh, uh, practitioners out there like the, the McGuire Group. 
I'm an educator. I'm not in the life insurance business. I haven't been in the business in over 13 years. Uh, this, uh, these two books keep me very, very busy with uh, lectures. And furthermore, with uh, that uh, time demand, there's no way that I could personally look after someone's uh, affairs. But you just got to have a coach. And the McGuire Group are very, very impressive in uh, this regard. So if you have a coach who helps you along with the infinite banking concept, uh, together then, obviously, everybody grows stronger. Oh, no question. But the key there is having a competent coach because there aren't many people out there that really understand this concept. It's new to them, although the possibilities have been there for well over 200 years. But... Uh, the world is slow learners. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but today kind of uh, special for us, the infinite banking concept. That's what we're talking about. It was conceived by Mr. Nelson Nash, who is also with us. Uh, this is a gentleman who has, uh, boy, I'll tell you, has been involved in a lifetime of finance. So he actually understands this, but he decided that uh, he needed to take more control of money, and he wishes he'd done it 40 years earlier. He wanted to take more control of his own wealth, and he wrote a book called Becoming Your your own banker which explains the infinite banking concept now he's written a second book building your warehouse of wealth but i got to tell you mr nash this is the time of year in canada people start to look at their rsps and they're thinking oh i got to put money into that um i think it's like your 401ks in the u.s is this a good place a bad place how do you uh, what's your view on this well that is covered entirely in one chapter in my book uh building your warehouse of wealth uh but uh, to really understand this in proper context, uh, you've got to uh, understand uh, what is known as Austrian economics. Uh, I think in my bio, it, uh, you mentioned that I've spent over 55 years studying uh, Austrian e economics. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, that would take a little bit of time that I don't think we have time to explain, but that is essential. But I encourage people to go to my website, and that's uh, uh, infinitebanking.org, infinitebanking.org. Now, on that, uh, uh, you can find my reading list there, and uh, when you click that, that reading list on, you'll find 230 books. And if you will read all those 230 books, you have one Ph.D. in Austrian economics and one Ph.D. in history. Uh, but, Guy, uh, you know how to eat an elephant, don't you? One bite at a time. Yes. Well, you just do one book at a time. Uh, but it can be done. But uh, you, you just can't study economics without studying history. It's mm -hmm. impossible. They are hand in glove. But... Uh, when you get a few of those books there, uh, you begin to get the trend of what's going on and why. But uh, uh, government programs of any kind really don't make a whole lot of sense. Because uh, in, the, in the U.S., the 401Ks, et cetera, are a function of the IRS code. Mm -hmm. Well, uh, the IRS code in the U.S. has only been around uh, uh, 99 years and uh, eight months. Now, uh, when government creates a problem, Leslie, parenthesis, onerous taxation. Right. And then turns around and grants you an exception to the problem they created, parenthesis, any uh, tax-qualified plan. Right. Aren't you just a little bit suspicious you're being manipulated? Yes. 
All right, I rest my case. <laughs> so that's got to be the same with ours, right? If we take a look at our tax, now it, everybody's scrambling to it, try and figure out how to get an RSP so they can bring down their tax, which would suggest to you uh-huh. they've overtaxed us. Yeah, that's right, and, and you have got suckered right into a trap there that uh, ultimately you wake up one day and find out that that's what happened to you, and it's too late. And it's too late. Um, so we don't, uh, we're not involved in any uh, tax qualified plans at all. At all? No, nothing. Yeah, I just wanted to uh, let all our listeners know we are so blessed to meet Nelson Nash and discover him uh, several years ago. Thank you, Nelson. Um, you know, you've showed us how to embrace uh, really a simple concept and to empower our clients and their families to take control of their own uh, financing over their lifetime. So, um, Nowhere have I ever discovered over 18 years where I could create a a place to put a pool of money um, where it provides stability, sustainability, you know, freedom for my family and certainly my clients. And Nelson, thank you uh, very much. We really appreciate that. Glenn, thank you. It takes two to tango, man. All I, uh, <laughs> was, uh, all I did was uh, put out the message there. And uh, if someone doesn't pick it up and run with it, uh, it's absolutely worthless. So, yeah. Mr. Nash. The key, the key is are uh, these guys, Leslie. Uh, I told you you got to have a coach, and I am so impressed with these folks that uh, uh, they have the uh, best grasp of this of anybody that I know. And I meet people all over the world about this message. Mr. Nash, when you, first of all, when you came up with the infinite banking concept, I mean, there must have been a lot of people who thought you were a complete loon, right? They would have thought you'd fallen on your head or something until they could actually grasp it. Yeah, tell me about it. (laughs) (laughs) And and now that you have, is there a downside? Because, you know, I always tell people when they say, hey, I listened to your show and this is what happened, right? They go, yeah, what's the downside? So I'm going to ask you, is there a downside to this? Yes, yes, not participating. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. No, Leslie, someone is going to perform the banking function out there in the world. You cannot escape that. Right. Uh, And it should be you. It should be at the you and me level, not with central bankers. Uh, Like I say, there are so many books out there that substantiate this that uh, uh, it's, it's, it's overwhelming. Uh, but uh, they don't see it through this set of eyes, that's all. So that must be the fundamental principle of finance, right? Somebody needs to be the banker. It should be you. You've got it. Now, Mr. Nash, I I have to ask you, Warehouse of Wealth, building your Warehouse of Wealth. Now, how is this book different than Becoming Your Own Banker? What do you want people to take away from that book? Uh, it's a follow-up book to BYOB, Becoming Your Own Banker. Uh, and uh, I emphasize uh, the fact that uh, people just don't think that this book is all about how people think. Mm-hmm. That I'm quoting Edison uh, very early. Uh, Edison said 5% of the people think, 10% think they think, and 85% would rather die than think. <laughs> <laughs> That's and, true. And the follow-up quotation is by mentor, by my mentor, Leonard E. Reed, the guy who started the Foundation for Economic Education back in 1946. Uh, Leonard said most people consider their uh, thinking when really they're only rearranging their prejudices. Wow. Wow. Well, that was a powerful man. <laughs> I, 
He was awesome, but uh, I, that's the guy I learned more from than anybody. <laughs>